So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Hey, thanks for checking out this podcast from Sports Keto Wrestling. Wherever you're getting this podcast, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to it because that helps us climb up the proverbial podcast ladder to win the podcast intercontinental championship i don't know you know what i'm saying just support the show share the link or you stink what's going on everybody this is dr chris featherstone with the man the bro the bro man the man bro with the guns to pay the funds (laughs) with the helium (laughs) <laughs> With the helium guns and stuff, uh, and gentlemen. <laughs> what's up, doctor? What is up? What is up? How's it going, man? I mean, doctor, if we don't laugh after Raw, we may, uh, you know, we may, may uh, entertain taking our own lives. Yes, so I'd do. rather, I'd rather laugh. Bro. Yes, I'd indeed. rather laugh. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes, sir. Yeah. One thing, you, another thing, you, uh, which was no laughing matter for three and a half quarters that you yes. listened to me before uh, we got on the air, man, was uh, my boys, our boys. You, you yes. are, a, you are a, a christened Ohio State football fan. Yeah, our boys. Um, man, what, what a game! A rivalry game against Penn State. They were Penn State was ranked 13, only lost one time against Michigan this year, and we were expecting a, a Donnie Brook, uh, as the as the uh, commentators would say, and that's what we got, man. So yeah, I'll be honest with you, bro. Me, I, me and my wife went out to lunch. We went to good old uh, Georgia Boys, the Georgia okay. Boys. Is it Georgia Boys or Georgia Brothers? One of the two barbecue. Ooh, and the game was on, bro. Mm. And I got heat with my wife because I paid very little attention to her because I said, <laughs> I got to watch this this game for Dr. Chris, bro. This is going back. If I can't, I see you every day. I can't pay attention to you. I got to watch this game, bro. Yes, indeed. Yes. It was uh, it was intense. I, I told you when we were off air, I, I literally had to take a nap after the game. That's how much my BP was rising uh for three and a half quarters we were down 21 16 and then we just went on a splurge at the very end and i was like okay yeah i was that was funny my my wife and kids uh went out of town it was just me in the house enjoying some me time i was in my room watching it on the big screen and i there was a camera that was uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just like it was always one of those gtv cams that was airing what i was doing yeah i was just so pumped uh, you know and when we scored that touch i was like let's go i got up i was like let's go i was so pumped and i always always do my commentary on ohio state on, on facebook and so all of my facebook friends uh look at look at my commentary and 
we all, you know, they, they comment on this. It's fun. Bro, I, I, I know how that. you feel sometimes. I know exactly how. I mean, I, I've been in that position, bro, where I've sat through a game and it has knocked me out. And right. by the end of it, I am so emotionally drained. Like, I want to crash, bro. I yeah, know man. exactly how you're feeling, man. Yeah, yes. yeah. But that's the thrill of it, though, man. It's just, I mean, I love college football man yeah. it's so thrilling every game matters it's like you know wins and losses matter it's just play by play it's just the suspense the intrigue it's just it's fun man it's, yeah. it's fun it's, I love yeah it. so well uh let's get into this role before we get into the role i want to bring up some interesting statistics uh i, I was received a um a video by a, a fan of the show this show yeah a, a fan wow. of a fan of my content uh all of my shows uh, one of the followers of my content and he sent an email and asked me to to discuss this i mean he, he sent me a message and asked me to discuss this he sent me a video of a rare um a rare video of too small a toots mon match it wasn't a two smart match. It was, <laughs> it was the first time that you booked uh, Do Love for all. Yes, yes, yes. And it was yes. the July fourteenth, nineteen ninety seven, I believe, episode of, of Raw, and this when he uh, won the tag titles with Austin, and it was really interesting because you were, you know, you you were walking with them in the hallway, and you're like, yeah, man, I got these words and stuff like that, and, and Foley was just like, okay, you know, we hope it works, type of deal. And then he, and then they showed you out in the crowd, just kind of scoping the scene, just kind of filling the pulse of the crowd. Which I think you, I think some, uh, I think your arrival actually uh, gave you heat for doing that, which was was quite uh, odd. For, <laughs> you got you got heat for doing that before. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I, I I used to love doing that, bro. It used to be so great when nobody. Uh, knew who I was and I used to stick myself right at that. That was such an advantage. Bro. Yeah, it was, it was cool to see that actually yeah. from, from that. And yeah. like no one, I mean, no, this Vince Russo wasn't a, you know, a television figure, you know right. what I mean? And so it was cool to see like you in the crowd standing up, just kind of feeling the pulse. You looked around a little bit, you're aimed on the match as well. And then after that, you know, they showed a, uh, uh, Foley coming back and you know just kind of debriefing and he was talking to his uh, wife on a payphone actually which was really interesting so that was really cool to see that it was really cool to see that man and just as far as just the the uh, investments that you that you had in really putting a character together and it really worked so it was it was really cool well you know Chris you know what's interesting about that if you want to back it up and it kind of relates to this show okay Bro, I've said this before on the show. Triple H cannot be head of creative and wear a hundred other hats. Yep. Because this is a perfect example what you bring up with dude love. Bro, as head of creative, I didn't do anything but think about that show. Mm -hmm. And I was always thinking about new ideas and new things to do and always open to everything. And, bro, I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. I just happened to see the Mick Foley, you know, tape of him jumping off his roof and cutting the promo as dude love. Yeah. And I'm always looking to try new things. And that's when I said, wait a minute, bro. 
wait a minute. But that's my point. Mm -hmm. Because I was 100% focused on creative, that's what I did. And mm -hmm. I don't care, bro. Triple H is not freaking Superman. Mm -hmm. He either be head of creative yep. and do nothing else or make somebody else the head of creative. Yep. Head of creative is not a part-time job. And, Chris, this show was written like a part-time job because right off the bat, oh, okay, Oscar and Oscar and Alexa are healthy. Oh, okay, bro. We'll do this segment in the first segment where they'll run in and make the save, and that'll be our tag team match. Bro, that's five minutes to book. Yeah. That's five minutes, bro. That's what I'm talking about. This yeah. is not a part-time freaking job. I yeah. don't care who you are, bro. Why do you think Vince McMahon let me book Raw? Yeah. Because Vince was doing a million other things. That's why he let me do it. Because he knew that's all I was doing. Indeed. Indeed. <clears throat> Amen to that. So I did a little calculation. And you started... Um, you started that role in 97, right? Yeah. Okay. So that episode, so the ratings at that time was based on, it, it was an interesting calculation. So as, as far as I remember, because I used to write, like when I used to do uh, 10 years ago, when I used to write the ratings and stuff, it was a conversion of basically the percent of the number of <clears throat> um, house, uh, the, the number of, uh, households available shown by that network if i'm not mistaken and then then you have the 18 to 49 demographic too and then you have the share as well but 2.6 was 2.6 basically the percentage of the number of households available to to show usa network i think around that time was about well, 2.6 bro was actually the percentage of people watching television Yes. 2.6% were watching your show, which, which is more. See, people thought things think 2.6 was 2.6 was 2.6 million. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. The number's much higher than that. With all the television sets that were on, right. 2.6% of them were on your show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it means. So you had 2.6 in uh, on the. Uh, July 4th, 97 episode of Raw. And then um, the a year later on the 13th of July episode of uh, 13th of July, 98, your rating was a 4.93. So you just about doubled in one year. So. <laughs> 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 bro, that's what I say. That, that Bro, that's why the Marks hate me, and that's why the dirt sheets hate me, uh, because here's the bottom line, bro. They could come up with any rhetoric they want to come up with. Yeah. They can't erase those numbers. Yeah. Period. End of story, bro. Yeah. I go by the numbers. You, and, and the fact that they could say whatever they want about my booking, those numbers are, are in the books forever, yeah. bro. Yep. And that's that's that 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 really is the bottom line, Chris. That is the bottom line. 
Indeed, indeed. When you had the 4.93, uh, was it headlined by the Sky Sisters against Oscar? Oh, okay. no, bro, I, I, bro, can, I, listen, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bro. It was actually Kane and Man. Was it as a Kane and Mankind against the New Age Outlaws? I think it was. Bro, it was these episode. girls are so slot. These matches oh are so sloppy and so bad and yeah. why are they giving them the more time they give them the more they're exposing themselves see bro back in the day like if i'm the head writer and we have our production meeting bro wrestlers are a part of the production you know, when I was at TNA, you know, you had Taz there as an announcer. As an announcer, you had Bully Ray. You know, would sit in as a producer. You had your wrestlers in the room, okay, bro. When the wrestlers in the room, you had your Hulk Hogan's in the room. Mm -hmm. When the wrestlers in the room would see that, you know, the 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 girls' match is a mess, they would look at the time. Mm. And they would say, no, bro, you, we can't give these girls 20 minutes. They're going to expose themselves. Mm. We've got to protect them. We've got the wrestlers in the room would say that, bro. Mm. They, the, these girls, bro, like they're landing wrong. The spots are all over the place. They're missing spots. They're standing in the same place so long to set things up. And the longer they do it, the more it freaking exposes them, bro. Yeah. yeah. You got to protect <laughs> your talent, man. Yeah, I I agree 100%. I mean, and, and long matches doesn't... <laughs> doesn't always mean your character is going to get better and things are going to get better. Long matches doesn't always mean good. And to be honest with you, it doesn't really mean good automatically at all. I mean, just because it's a long match doesn't mean that it's automatically going to be something that we're going to sink our teeth in. And, and, and to be honest with you, I would prefer the longer matches during the pay-per-views because that gives, gives us an opportunity to really sink our teeth into the story that's been right. involved exactly you know what i mean and that's exactly. and, and and that's what i'm more interested in is the pay-per-view being the longer matches raw should be for this i mean it should be episodic television it, it, i mean that's that's what it's programmed yeah. to be that's what it's supposed to be and it's bro you want to have these music. matches like we talk about every week chris you want to have these matches at a untelevised house show right knock yourself out yes. but i mean bro we used to sit in these meetings with the agent that you know the terry taylors the al snows the pat kenny's the discos mm -hmm. and you know i used to have the give give the times for the matches and if the time was too long, the talent in the room would say, Vince, give this, take two minutes off of here, give it to them, take five off of here. That's what they used to do to protect the talent. Good. These yeah. girls, bro, I am sorry. It's awful, man. It is awful. And then over and over and over, you you put them in the final spot of the of the whole show man and the wwe is so lucky bro they dodged the bullet today with the world series being rains out they yeah. absolutely I, I don't know i don't know if monday night football was competitive no but, i mean it's browns and Bengals, so yeah they, they would have been wiped out with the yeah. with the game three oh, yeah. they would have been wiped out 
Yeah. So, I mean, they don't have an excuse <laughs> for the ratings now. I mean, Browns and Bengals is you know, it's a rivalry game, but it's not something that, you know, you, you get, you know, utterly excited about. Yeah. We got Hannibal with the $5 super chat, bro. If you need any more evidence. I did do I that, bro. Did I not, Chris? Read what, read what Hannibal the All animal right. said, bro. This is what he says. He says, if you needed any more evidence that the higher-ups watched this show, you got it tonight. Vince pitched Miz and Loomis working together months ago. You did. You did. Uh, and I, and I, I said about this, this makes no freaking sense. And the only sense they're going to make out of it is that these guys were working together. Bro, th- th- we'll, we'll get to this. This was a... I, I don't even know words to describe how they got out of this. Bro, th- this, again, let's go back to Triple H being a part-timer. Yep. Chris, there's no way they went into this angle with a plan. Mm-hmm. They did this angle, bro, and then this angle totally went off the rails, and now we literally got to try to make sense out of yep. what we've done. There was this was no, not this was not booked from the beginning. Absolutely <laughs> not. Abs, this is what I'm talking about, Chris. When you you, you this is not a part time freaking job. And no. this everybody watching this show, all of you on Sports Nation, Raju, take this clip. Yes, this was an abomination, bro. From week one. They went, they didn't have a plan. They went off the rails. They got lost. And now you're going to bury Johnny Gargano by him coming up with this absolute ridiculous reasoning why none of this has made sense over the last three weeks. So, so Miz planned, bro, Miz is duping his own wife yeah. by having a Loomis break into the house. It's because he wanted a Hollywood stalker. He wanted a Hollywood stalker. So now he's duping his own wife, bro. And like kids, by the way. Come. And, and, then, his kids. and then when Miz, when Miz nails him on the chair, oh, what are we going to say about that? Like, oh, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> he missed the payment. Yeah, Miz missed the payment. And now Loomis is really hot. Oh my God, bro! Oh my God! Yeah. What are we doing, Chris? <laughs> I don't know. And then, and then I, I told you <laughs> last week, bro. The only thing that Nikki Cross meant at the end of the show was oh. they have a match to open up oh. next. Week. And what do they do? They beat Nikki Cross, and I told you Nikki Cross would be done by Christmas. And then, and then she lost, and then she just rolls right. <laughs> The ring and just she just disappears. She goes from having a mean face that closes an entire Raw show to oh. losing the first match of the next week. Like you couldn't even give her any a, a couple of weeks to build up some steam. And, she and lost then, the very first match of the next week. And then Chris, here's where there's no planning again. Let me break this down for the good people of of Sports Kita so you understand what Vince Russo is talking about. Okay, bro, you got Alexa Bliss and Asuka returning. Okay, so obviously the 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 uh, uh, Sky Sisters hurt them. Mm-hmm. 
Bro, if you know those two women are hurt and they're coming back in three to four weeks, then you're playing up the injuries. The heels are gloating about the injuries, and that's why they're not there. And now they got Bianca Belair by herself, and they're taking advantage of it. And here's what's what's more moronic than that. So they come back from these injuries which they never built. We never made a big deal. We didn't give the heels any heat. And they immediately want a match that night. Yeah. And and the heels, Chris, <laughs> the heels say, oh, okay. Bro, whatever happened to, we don't have to defend our yeah, titles exactly. once exactly. a month. Get back in line. Right. You took three months, three weeks off to heal your wounds. There won't be any. What, are, are they heels or are they not? They should be avoiding them now that they're back, bro. Yep. They should be avoiding them. That I mean, that's how you create the heat for the heels to make the baby faces, you know, uh, you know, get the get the the rub that they 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 should nothing, have. This nothing, none of that, nothing, bro, zero, nothing, nothing at all, my man. Um, so by the way, the fifth of January '97, uh, Raw had a one point six. The fourth of January '98 Raw a year later had a three points. And everybody can look at too. Let me just throw this number out there for you, Chris. The uh, the 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 the, uh, the the WCW failure that Vince Russo was. Mm-hmm. The last WCW before Ed Ferrara and myself took over two point six. Three months later, and that's when I went home after that. Three months later, 3.6. And anybody can look that up, bro. It's in the record books, bro. It is. Uh, perfect segue to Matt Lee's $10 Super Chat, bro. Chris, thanks for talking those numbers. If you watch all the Raws from late 1997 to September 99, they're all amazing. Their product Thank you very much, Matt. That's very nice. Well, you know, Chris, here's a funny thing, Matt. Matt, I don't know if you are a... a, a a subscriber to RussoBrand.com, but I recommend that you subscribe. And I'll tell you why, Chris. I, I break down the Attitude Era by hour by hour, mm-hmm. okay? Bro, there are real matches that make real sense with real professionals. I watched a match today, bro, and it's 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 Rock is starting to take over the nation behind Farouk's back, so he puts he puts Farouk in a tough predicament where he has to take on Shamrock. Yeah. Okay, bro, the match between Farouk and Shamrock. Oh my god! And anybody go watch that match. It was January fifth, nineteen ninety-eight. Watch Farouk and Shamrock, and then watch the main event on Raw tonight, and you will understand completely. Why no casual fans watch wrestling anymore? Yeah, I went out at three point seven that year, Um, and at the end, interestingly enough, so four point six was Nitro. So the fourth of ninety eight, Nitro was four six, Raw was three seven, and then 
the year later, so the third episode, I mean, the third of January episode of 99, Nitro was a 459, Raw was a 487. So you went from a 37 to a 487 in a year. Pretty nice. Pretty nice, man. Okay, All right. Is Bobby, I, I, he, here's another. Remember we talked about the wrestling bubble? Yes. Okay, so we got Bobby and Brock face-to-face. Mm-hmm. Okay, but Brock's not there. Brock's in the ring. Yeah. So here comes Bobby. So now Bobby's coming down there, meeting in the aisle. The locker room, everything dumps out. This is what I mean about the wrestling bubble. I think it's Corey Graves because it's just Corey and the other the, the Irish guy out there, right? Yep, yep. Corey is yelling, somebody stop Lesnar. And I'm sitting at my house and I'm saying, why? This is live TV. Yep. This is great for you. This is great for your ratings. Why do you want somebody to stop Lesnar? And then, bro, to make it worse, Triple H comes out. Yep. And Triple H says, if they touch, the fight is off. Bro, you're on live TV. You want as many people to watch as possible. And you're telling them, oh, if you guys touch... On this live television show where we really need ratings, then the match is off. This is wrestling bubble stuff that you say, bro. It doesn't work in 2022. Triple H should have been reveling in them fighting on this live TV. Because now, bro, the the more hype is going into the pay-per-view. Now, if there's danger of somebody getting hurt, then you pull it apart. But if these guys are exchanging... That's what I'm talking about, bro. This 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 bubble crap that doesn't work, man. Proof. So I think Raw had a 1.8 last week. Um, so 1.8 million people watched Raw last week. The quarter average in 98 from January to March was 4.853 million people. <laughs> so three... So 3 million people watched Raw, 3 million more people watched Raw in 98 than uh, now. So 3 million people have, so there has been a loss of 3 million people over the past 24 years. And and, and they'll tell you too, bro, you know, well, it, it, it's different now, streaming services. Well, I hate to break the news to everybody. Uh, there was a thing back then called the, uh, the, the uh, uh, VHS yeah. Uh, where if there was something else you wanted to watch, then you taped you tape raw. It. Yeah. Okay. I, I I I don't know if people honestly don't know that VHS machines existed back then. The difference was it was must see TV. Yep. So you weren't waiting till tomorrow. Right. You weren't exactly. waiting yeah. till later. You want to see it now. Yep. Indeed. Silent Bedetti with 299 Super Sticker, bro. Thank you for your support. Super Sticker. All right, so we just uh, we talked about the Bel Air Cross. <laughs> so, look, here's the thing, man. Cross. <clears throat> so they 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 showed Cross again 
So she beats up damage control and then they have a backstage segment of showing her Bailey somehow talking to her. And then she doesn't even show up during the main event match. What was the point of that segment backstage? I don't know, bro. <laughs> I, 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 I'm still wondering where Ali was uh, for the uh, Rollins match. I, I was thinking the same thing there. And we'll get to that here. So uh, we talk about the B- Bianca Bliss, Oscar backstage interview. Then we get a Bobby Lashley, Lashley and Brock segment. We talked about that. Yep. So Seth Rollins and Austin Theory. First of all, I have no idea how this even came about. They're both heels. Is it safe to say now that they have just like Triple H is just full on giving Seth Rollins the baby face rub without even letting us know at this point? Yeah. And bro, how I, 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 I wish I had access to somebody that could answer my questions. You're beating the guy continuously that has the money in the bank case. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, what 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 is the point of having the case then? So if he cashes it in, the more he loses, the more his cash in diminishes the world championship. Oh, are we are you and I the only two that see that? That's supposed to be a threat. That is supposed to be a threat that when that guy cashes in the case, yep. it's game over. Yep. But yep. when you're losing every single week, I, I I don't get it, Chris. I don't understand it. I he's, don't it's get gotta it. Be, he's gotta be in the doghouse. Well, theory was a Vince idea. I mean, right. him cashing in was a was a Vince idea. And so Triple H definitely seems like he doesn't side with that. So it seems like so now I heard that um, he's thinking they're thinking about. So there's a couple of things. It's weird because Triple H now wants Money in the Bank to not be a standalone pay per view, which I'm actually fine with. I'm actually, you know, kudos to Triple H for that because all these gimmick pay per views, I, I think they were too much. Uh, I, I'm always a fan of Money in the Bank being a part of WrestleMania, which it came from. And so. But the thing is, he won it in July, so you're supposed to have a year to cash it in. So the, there's a rumor now going around like he's gonna, they're supposed to do some type of a timeline on the last day he has available to do it, and they're going to say you have this much time, that much time. I don't know if that's going to lead to him not cashing it in, but there's never been anyone who's not at least attempted to cash it in within the year's time. So he might be the first person who failed, who, who expires. <laughs> that would be interesting. Well, I, I, I think it's safe to say, and Chris, if you disagree with me, please disagree with me, but I think it's safe to say theory means nothing right now. I, I, I mean, nothing, absolutely zero. Many times, yeah. Nothing, zero. Yeah, I mean, I, I would be interested to see if, it, it, if the, the the contract does expire, like I, that would be something interesting for me to see because we've never seen that in the, right. in, the in the history of Money in the Bank. Everybody who's had the the Money in the Bank contract has at least attempted, at least cast it in. There's yeah. been some unsuccessful, but at least they've a, attempted to cash it in and they've cashed it in. Yeah, and so that would be interesting to see that, like, 
you know, it's a throwaway type of deal. He he's he has this much time to cash it in, and then maybe somebody beats him up during the time or something like that. And that would be interesting to see how they would book that. What would yeah. book actually him expiring? And I think at the end of the day, I would be more interested in seeing that than him cashing in any day of the week because I he agree. just within he's had it for almost four months now. And so that means he only has eight months to cash it in. I agree. I agree. He's he's a less like his status is less now than it was four months ago. So yeah. I mean, like it's getting worse and worse. So him cashing in would be just a, a catastrophe um, to the product. Um, so I mean, wh- what do you think about Rollins? Or we see no interaction between Ali and Rollins. Is it because they're? It seems like they're pulling an audible. What do you think? It seems like they're pulling audible. They're letting Rollins, you know, kind of maybe transition into a baby face and they're not having Ali attack Rollins anymore. Bro, they realize it didn't work. Bro, listen, they're, they're, they're not idiots, you know, and they don't need to watch this show. Yeah. They saw the guys getting no response. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, come on. And, bro, I give them credit for that because in the past, They've stuck with things forever. Mm -hmm. Even if it's clearly not working, I think they definitely called an audible, Chris. And I think it's because the crowd response was, bro, they don't care. Yeah. We we need to pull (laughs) back on this. Yeah. So it definitely seems like they're giving the kibosh on uh, Ali versus Rollins. That's for sure. Because we saw zero interaction between the two. With both matches. Two matches. That was definitely intentional because they both wrestled yes. you know what i mean yes. it goes from ali attacking and brawling with rollins last week to them just having a rollins yep. theory match and then no interaction and ali miz no reaction so and bro that's all it takes really it takes one person to say like you know bro they're not reacting to yeah. it takes just one person to say that mm-hmm. you know what i mean and then, yeah. and then that's it you know yeah i mean how how long do they go with this Ali coming back and kind of getting a, a very small type of push with no one reacting type of deal. Bro, the guy, I, I'm going to say it again. And uh, Ali, you can freaking, you can DM me all you want and call me a hoe and whatever names you want to call me. You can't go from the leader of a, what, what, what kind of a group would you call retribution? Or whatever uh, they were vigilante, maybe. Were they were they retribution? They Sorry. were retribution. Yeah, retribution. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't go from the leader of this outlaw group yeah. to a baby face with 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 months of television of seeing that transaction. Mm-hmm. Something has to happen in order for you to see the light. Then you get the sympathy from the people. You try to right your wrongs. Without any of that, bro, yeah. the fact that you were the, the leader of that group that was a massive fart in church, the only thing that's going to get that stank off of you is writing bro writing and a storyline and i saw the light and i'm gonna redeem myself and i'm gonna prove myself and what i did and i was you know that's the only way 
No oh, one's bro. really recovered from that. No, bro. nobody, bro. And how many people are involved in that, Chris? That so let's 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 how think many? about it. Let's think about it. So I think uh, I think Donna uh, Donovan Dijakovic. I think he's back in NXT, if I'm not mistaken. So they're trying to bring him back in, a, in NXT. <clears throat> so, but he but he's not even in the main roster anymore. So you have Mace, who's just I mean, <laughs> maximum male model just making an idiot of himself on SmackDown. You have Mia Yim, who's... Uh, She's gone, go. right? You, yeah. yeah, you it started with Mercedes Martinez, who's uh, also let go. She's an oh, AWROH. And you have um, uh, Flapjack. He's gone. That's five. And Ali. And, and Ali, yeah. Six people. Yeah. Six p and and, and for the record, for the record, we told you, bro. They sold this to USA Network mm -hmm. like this was gonna be the greatest thing. When 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 he told me that, I laughed out loud, yeah. and I said, bro, this is horrible. This is going nowhere, and this is gonna be dead in a month because they don't know how to do stuff like that. Yeah, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, I mean. Wow, I mean, just yeah. This the, the group was so bad, yeah, that it it jaded. I mean, like he it tampered with every single person in the group. Yep, absolutely, everybody bro. in the group. Absolutely, man. You 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 want to think, bro? You really want to think that the viewers will forget? They don't forget, no, bro. Not, they don't forget. Yeah, clearly not. Next, we have uh, Roman Reigns coming out. Bro, can I ask you a stupid question? What's that? A very stupid question, Chris, and the Sports Keto Nation. Why wasn't that at the top of the show? Why isn't Roman Reigns showing up at the top of the show? That would be a good start. Does show. that does that make any sense to anybody, the bro? Biggest star in all of WWE. We're, we're probably that. about we're probably about 30, 40 minutes yeah. in at this point. A bit of a dead spot. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. bro. Why wouldn't you put that up top? That makes sense, man. Awesome sauce, two dollars super chat, my man. Vince's biggest WWF fan. Did you work with CPT Lou? Captain CPT Lou was my very first interview in the wrestling business, and I marked out like a schoolgirl uh, for <laughs> nice. the great captain. So, nice. so I, I did. I don't think Captain was on the contract when I when I worked for the WWE, but him and I did cross paths a couple of times. And I, oh my God, did I always mark out for the guy? Hey, if it wasn't for Captain Lou, man, the uh, the popularity of WWE wouldn't be where it is right now, man, with uh, him and Lopper. So, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah, yep. rock and wrestling connection, man. People forget about that. People people think about Hogan so much, but they forget about the rock and rock wrestling uh, connection. That was a huge before. crossover. Yeah. Oh, that huge. was the crossover. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yep. Huge. Uh, next, we have uh, Miz cutting a backstage interview interrupted by Mustafa Ali with the just type of, you know, hokey type of uh, chance. I mean, a hokey type of humor with the Well, before, before you get to that, bro, because I'm going to cut a promo on that, too. Uh, before you get to that, though, the Reigns promo, you want to say anything about that? with the uh, Interrupted by the Miz, uh, the Lucy thing. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. And it's, it's really difficult to like, it just seems like triple H at the helm is, it's just going all over the place. It's like the fans are like, they're doing Usi and then they're booing Reigns. And then when it says acknowledge me, they're cheering him. And then when they're booing him again, they're chewing, uh, uh, cheering Sammy and booing Jay. Like it's just all over the place. And then, bro, this was really weird to me, Chris. Tell me if this was weird to you. But now we get to the Miz and the Ali gimmick in the back. And, bro, Ali likes, like, looks at Mrs. Wiener. I looked, I, and I'm like, what 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 are we doing here, guys? He's he he literally stared at his freaking wiener yeah. so he could get over the you got little balls look. Yeah. First of all, what do you got? Everything's to- bigger in Texas. But bro, first of all, let's, let's be honest, you and me. Let's be honest, you and me. All, all the guys and gals out there listening to this show. How in God's name? Can you look at a guy in pants and know whether he's got big balls or small balls? Like, seriously, Ali's looking at his crotch. He's wearing wrestling gear. How do you know the size of the guy's balls, bro? You got x-ray vision or something? From hard examination, man. I mean, Chris, what are we doing here with this? Just so we could get in the you got small balls joke? Yeah, I noticed that, too. Oh, my God. Really? Like, Please, do better, man. Do better. I wonder if he I wonder if he was like if he tried to protest that segment. You know what I mean? But the thing is with the thing is with Ali though, like he's at a spot now where you can tell that he doesn't have any pushback. He's like you know what I mean? Like he's just like, Oh, I got the spot. You know, yes, I don't care exactly. about pushback, you know? exactly, bro. He's gonna do whatever they bro. Meanwhile, I'm gonna go right back to bro. This guy has a history of being a cop. Do you know, use that background, what you saw, you know, what you can't use that background. What is he now? What is his gimmick, though? You know what I mean? To your point, what is, what? I don't know, bro. SK Nation, help us out. Help, help the doctor and the bro out. Yes. Okay. Yes. What is Ali's character? Please let us know. As a matter of fact, matter of fact, I think it's time for Joey to come out. I'm gonna ask this question again with uh, with with Joey. With Joey. Time out! Time out! Time out! Joey! Time out! Joey! What is Ali's? What what is the gimmick of Mustafa Ali? I am going to say, bro, his gimmick is the gimmick of the same gimmick as 75 percent of wrestlers in the business today. He's a good wrestler. He's a he's a heck of a hand. That's he's a good, as Dutch would say, he's a good <laughs> little hand. That that's his gimmick, bro. He's a good little hand. Wow, that's the gimmick. And that is, uh, like you said, seventy five percent of, you know, the what we see now is good wrestlers. And if you see the majority of people just being good wrestlers. Everybody's going to feel the same. The one, there's no well, think standouts. About, think about, think about if, and again, this is all stuff off the top of my head. But, but think about, bro, if this guy is an ex-cop, and his character is he's walking around the back, and the boys, 
like he thinks he's still a cop. He's interrogating people. He's telling them, put your hands up against the wall, spread them. He's he's checking lockers (laughs) for drugs. I mean, my God, how much better would that be than he's he's vanilla? There's nothing, man. There's nothing. He's nothing. There's no care. He's Can you imagine tonight there's nothing. gonna be tonight there's gonna be a sting? Like like <laughs> that would be entertaining, bro. Yeah. And even even if you want to gimmick it up, like he's involved, somehow put him involved with this ridiculous Gargano stuff from him like snooping. Yeah, and stuff man, like that. bro. <laughs> next thing you know, he's bringing in the dog to sniff out the locker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, come on, how how hard is that? How yeah. hard is that, bro? <laughs> yeah, it's not hard, and I think it should be. I definitely think that's what they should do. I mean, it's you know they should have him as a, a a cop in some form you know what i mean bro, because he I swear to god that. if you if you go back bro just watch the movie serpico with al pacino okay let 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 ali be that guy let, let ali he can't get off of being a cop maybe he was forced to resign mm-hmm. because something happened but let him let him just be serpico yeah, yeah, Back yeah. there. I mean, like, bro, that's all you have to do. But yeah. again, Chris, I'm gonna go back to when you when, when this is a part-time job for you, you're not constantly thinking of these things. Yeah. And here's the thing, Vince, like the 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 recipe is just not working. You know what I mean? As, as far as just having a bunch of people having long wrestling matches. Nope. That recipe's not working. Nope. So like the I just so I, I mean I just gave you a bunch of different numbers of 25 years ago. Yeah. And bro, he, here's the sad part of it. People like Ali want to bury me. Mm. Let me let me break the news to people like you and people like Nikki Cross. Bro, you guys are gonna lose your jobs. Mm. You, you you don't have to listen to me. I'm the old man that doesn't know anything. Bro, good wrestlers are a dime a dozen. Mm. So when you don't have a character and nobody cares about you, you are going to lose your job. And guess what, bro? There's a thousand other good wrestlers waiting to take your spot. So when you call me old, outdated, and imbecile, I don't know what I'm talking about. Talk to me, bro, when you no longer have a job Mm. because you have no gimmick and you have no character and you're just like every other wrestler because look at what happened to chris look at what just happened on this show nikki cross was already beat her first show back and all they've already separated ali and rollins yep what what, what are we lying to you here bro look at what's going on man already i mean already you, you try to give a couple weeks to build up Ali Rollins, and it just le- it leads to nothing. Just just a total no sell yep. as far as the the rest of their you know uh, uh, gimmick is uh, the angle is concerned. No one, I mean, just nothing. I mean, both of them were there, both of them were in matches. It was no interference, nothing. And so it's clear that they dropped the story. I mean, they, well, there wasn't really any story at all, but it looks like they dropped the angle. Because Ali just, no one's giving him any reactions, man. And even when he beat the Miz, like he was, you, you could tell, I, I pay attention to the crowd a lot when they go, but when they walk back and when they show that, you know, that, that 
close up of them reacting to their win or loss. I look at the crowd a lot. And well, when I Ali too. was going, when, when he was too. going back and walking back, uh, uh, I was looking at the crowd and no, not nothing. I mean, like no, nobody. Yeah. It was. It, it would have been better. And I'm, you know, I'm a traditionalist when it comes to faces and heels. But it would have been better if people were booing Ali, because at least that's you can use that as momentum of continuing to turn him and and go organically with the crowd. The worst reaction is nothing. You know what I mean? And that's what he got, bro. You guys, look, guys, let me smarten you up to something, just so you know. They they pipe in boos and cheers from that huge Titantron. You really want to get a feel for who's over and who's not. Look at the crowd. Yeah. And, Chris, I will tell you, please correct me if you think I'm wrong. I'm talking about match now, not like, you know, Bobby and Lesnar and all that. The only match they got excited about was the finish of the girls' match. Yeah. Because there was a title change. Because there was a title change. Yeah. That was that that was the only thing match-wise, the only thing they got excited about the whole night because yeah. there was a title change. That's all I saw. I mean, and then and they they interacted during the Rollins and Theory matches because they were singing. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah. Anderson and Priest, nothing. You know, they and, didn't and, what, and what happened in that match again? Ripley low blow. Referee looks like an idiot. I want to point something yeah. out here about the referee because I think this is very important, Chris. Mm -hmm. Okay. First of all, bro, they have a black female referee refing this match. Okay. W which is great. Phenomenal. Here's the problem, bro. If you want to get over the fact that we've got a female referee, she's a minority. If you want to get that fact over, you got to make her strong. Mm -hmm. Chris, at the end of this match, there's all chaos going on inside of the ring. This poor girl, who's supposed to be the official with the authority, is on the outside of the ring, waving her arms over and over like a lunatic. You want to make this African-American female strong. She should be in that ring, pushing this one off, pushing Ripley off. That's how you make her strong. Yeah. You, you, Bro, when you put her on the outside of the ring, you're telling us, she has lost all control. So the fact that you're putting a minority woman out there, you're burying her. Mm. You're not getting her over. Now, if she was in the middle of the ring like a cop, back off, back off, boom, boom, boom. Now you you got it over. Yeah, she has a strong presence. Right. Yeah. I mean, my God, things like that, Chris, are very, very, very important, mm, man. Yeah. Uh, see, I, I like I like hearing stuff like that because I'm into the nuances. It's you know the what truth, mean? though. Yeah, it's the yeah. truth. Mm. If she's on the outside doing this, Chris, what is she there for? She's got yeah. zero authority, none. And that goes back to, you know, a good friend of mine, Marty Elias, one of, you know, one of the legendary referees. He refereed uh, Taker and, and Sean at Mania. And he, you know, him and I talk a lot. He's been, you know, on my show many times. And he talks about how just the perception of referees have been for a while and just how Vince 
he he just perceived referees as just being basically being faceless. You know, I mean, they just had no identities, which is a, a far cry from the Tommy Youngs and the, you know, the uh, Danny Davises, you know what I mean? And, and the Nick Patricks, you know, and stuff like that. So Chris, again, even Charles Robinson was little Nate. You, know, Chris, you, you relate so. this to any sport of a, a baseball game, a football game, a hockey game, mm-hmm. a basketball game. Bro, can you imagine if a fight broke out? And the refs are just doing. Yeah, yeah. Why, why would they stop? Yeah. Why exactly. would anybody stop? Yeah, yeah. Just God, bro. I'm telling off. you, man. It, it's <laughs> these little things are so freaking important, man. Yeah, yeah. I felt sorry for that girl. Yeah. Because the message is all wrong, man. Mm-hmm. I, I like uh, that's a good point. I think uh, hopefully you know clearly they snoop on this on this show. Uh, hopefully they they you know pay attention to something like that because I think that that is a really good point there. Uh, next we have uh, JBL Canadian promo. Of course, as always, he's he's gold on the mic. Uh, it's eleven fifty nine. We haven't heard. I mean, it's the last minute of Halloween here in the Eastern Time. We haven't interesting. Uh, interesting. Haven't heard from. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's got he's got to be done trick or treating now. Is he? Ah, to save the show. There he is, bro, to save the show. It's the last minute of Halloween. And how can you have Halloween without the Black Scorpion? You can't. You can't. You You can't have Halloween without the Black Scorpion, bro. That's exactly right, Vince Russo. I'm starting to like you more every week. Here's the deal. I fell asleep watching Raw. I just woke up about a minute ago. But... I made it in time for Halloween with the Black Scorpion. <laughs> very nice, very nice. You say he saved the day, bro. He saved the day. Wow, run a run in at eleven fifty nine. Yes, <laughs> yes. Nice. Very, very, very nice, man. He made it. He made it. He fell asleep watching. He, made it. he made it. He made it, man. Uh, next, we have. Um, yeah, I mean JBL's on the mic. Uh, you know he's gold on the mic as always. I just um, hate the. I, I mean, bro, see that that that's the thing, man. If you're gonna have JBL out there with the cheap heat, you can't have everybody doing it. You can't have everybody doing it, bro. Vince, I keep saying this over and over again, and I feel, I feel this, and I and I mean this when I say it. Baron Corbin is going to continue to be nobody with JBL. He's going to be overshadowed every single week. You have JBL who's absolutely gold on the mic. He's the one getting the heat, not Corbin. I agree with you a thousand. And he's over there cutting gold promos like you do every single week because JBL cuts gold promos. That's not helping Baron Corbin. He's like, heat, 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 Texas, 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 get all the heat. Oh, by the way, here comes Baron Corbin with some type of casino, you know, trashy, you know, third rate gimmick that has nothing to do with some type of Wall Street, you know, just 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 pompous Wall Street guy. And then you get some, you know backyard gambler you know what i mean like it just it just doesn't match man and and if they continue to do this it's going to continue to make us realize that you have someone dressed up in a cowboy hat 
and then you have someone in some type of money jumpsuit. You know what I mean? That it, it just it, there's it doesn't click, man. It doesn't match, and it's not helping Corbin. This is not helping yeah. Corbin. And bro, not only that, but it is clear now. It is clear now that whenever somebody says the word truth. That is now replaced twenty four seven. That that, that is the new twenty four seven, bro. Yeah, because and and that's gonna go on and on and mm. on until we beat, bro. I was thinking about this because I don't watch, uh, I don't watch SmackDown. If listen, if Sports Keto wants to pay me to watch SmackDown, I'll be happy to watch SmackDown. But if they don't, I won't watch it. Bro, is Reginald on SmackDown? No. So he's gone. I think he's still on main event. If I'm mistaken, I don't watch main event, but uh, I every now and then um, on pancakes and power stands, people uh, inform me of a lot of the so stuff. All the time, all the TV time they put into that guy, he's not on a main main show. No. Wow. 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 Okay. No. Nothing at all. I mean, but the thing is with him, he. He 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 didn't have a long shelf life with his um with with, with his gimmick either. So I don't even know if he's there. People are saying that he's gone. I don't even. I mean, I yeah, I'm not. Him. Yeah, I, I I don't know. That's why I'm asking. I don't yeah, know. I don't even know. I, I thought he was on WWE. I mean, on uh, on on um main events, but I don't know. I'm not sure. We haven't sir. We haven't seen any. Yes, yeah, he said he's still with WWE. Um. <clears throat> I thought he had some uh, some matches on main event, if I'm not mistaken. Um, let's see. He was, last match he had was September 5th. Like, uh, he lost to Shelton Benjamin on main event. So, last uh, a couple months ago. So, yeah. So, he hasn't wrestled in two months. So, uh, I don't know if he's still around, but. Yeah, man, he doesn't wrestle much because it looks like he didn't wrestle two months before then. <laughs> so he doesn't get much. He doesn't get much wrestling time at all, man. And, and here's the thing: I don't ever want. I don't ever want a, people to lose their jobs. But like, explain to me if you were around at that time, why would Reggie be still in the payroll? Why would he still be there? I have no idea. He's still on the payroll, seemingly. I have no idea. No idea, bro. I don't understand. Like, I mean, because you're you're the type. Because back then, you were the person who said, "Okay, if you're on the payroll, let's use you." Yeah, you know, let's get your money's Absolutely, worth. Right. But like, why would someone like Reggie be like? Why is main event even a thing to have all these people who don't even get main roster spots anymore to just be just to show up? I just I, I don't understand that at all. Yeah. Uh, next, we have uh, Riddle and Otis in the Trick or Street fight. You know, that's a yearly thing with the with the gimmick. Well, you know what? I had a question here. So, what's that? They come out and they do the Swayze, um, Chris Farley gimmick. Okay, I'll pop for that because you know Chris Farley's my all time. However, oh, here's the thing, Chris. Mm -hmm. Bro, this was 32 years ago. It was. How like how many people had no idea what they were trying to do, and 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 they and they did it poorly too. Like they really, they they did not. I mean, if you're gonna do that, bro, like you gotta Otis, go all out, man. You, you got Otis needs to be wearing a thong, like pretty much, like 
Yeah, bro. But I, I was just very surprised because I'm like, you know, you guys are all about the 18 to 49 demo. Mm -hmm. Who Who's getting this from 32 years ago? Unless you're uh, big Farley fans like right, me right, uh, right. from SNL. Right. Uh, next, you have uh, Ali versus the Miz. We talked about that already. Uh, then and, the and not only that, bro. It's it's what what they did with Lumen. Like, it, you, bro, you just took ten steps back. Yeah. Now, now we're he back to him. Kidding, yeah. yeah. Oh, what a mess. What doing the kidnap gimmick mess, again, bro. and then Miz loses, and then somehow that's the timing to do the investigation. Yeah. And know. Ollie's over because he got the win. Because he got the win. He got you know, the win. Yeah, so yeah. That, that changed. I mean, but our truth beat the Miz last yeah. week. So I mean <laughs> he's just over. And I I I keep saying I say this. I'm a sucker for our truth, man. I, I love I love our truth. Uh, but I mean, he's he's been a a comedy act for quite some time now. So if Ali wants to be on the same plane as the truth, I mean, that's not really a, a very favorable place to be right now. So I think at the end of the day, we probably will be seeing uh, Ali less during the weeks because it doesn't seem like there's a thing with him. I agree. Anymore. I yeah. agree. Um. Next, last we have Bliss and Oscar uh, winning the uh, tag team championships from Kai and Sky. No, um, no, uh, uh, Nikki Cross. No involvement. Just straight up. And then Bailey takes the. Uh, she does the belly to uh, belly spot during the match. Why would they continue to make? I understand the baby. You know, getting the sympathy. But at the same time, it's like she's already like Bianca's already got the sympathy. It's like it's not really getting that sympathy pop. She's not. She's looking weak at this point. Yeah. And, and not only that, bro, this one. And this is the main event. Another lazy, stupid referee spot, man. I'm so I'm so sick of it, bro. I, because I I swear I was doing a live chat on Twitch, mm -hmm. and and somebody said, "Why do they even have refs? Like, mm -hmm. what 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 is the point if every single week a heel just comes down and gets the why Why are yeah. they there? Why yeah. are they there? Yeah, that's a that's a good point there. So just yeah it's lazy bro it's just very lazy simpleton booking man and it's a good full circle because i gave the uh i gave the the, the improvement of ratings <clears throat> as the years progressed 97 to 99 and how it continued to steadily increase you know there was some there was some dips every now and then but this continued to steadily increase but it doesn't seem like that's an emphasis anymore, you know. I mean, and Chris, let's not forget too with 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 AEW that has a hard time breaking a million. Okay, let's not forget, Chris. TNA was doing two million people mm -hmm. on a much smaller network. Yeah, Spike compared to TBS, bro. Come yeah. on, man. Two million people TNA was doing. Yeah. And, you know, they're struggling to get even a million every now and then they'll pass that million threshold and then dip the next the next week. This is what it comes down to, bro. And this is this is the booker's biggest mistake. 
And I did, you could say whatever you want to say about me. I did not make this mistake. You got, you got triple H and you've got Tony Khan and they are writing a show that they like, Mm -hmm. and they are pushing talent that they like, and they are burying talent that they don't like. That's what they're both doing. What I did was the numbers, the Mm -hmm. ratings. Who are they tuning into? Who are they tuning out of? Go with who they want. Pull back on who they don't. The the viewer really dictated the ratings, bro. They're telling you. They're telling you what they like and what they want. But these guys are writing a show that they like. It's not about them, bro. It is not about them. It is about the entire world. That's where the mistake is being made. Yeah, and I think that and also the fact that, uh, you know, those are the two figures of each company and they're putting on a bunch of different hats. You know what I mean? Like even when even when Tony Khan signs off, I get a I get the uh, press stuff all the time The AEW emails me the press stuff and I get the uh, statements and stuff and Tony Khan gets the set, the statements at the end of the statement it'll say tony khan and it'll have like three or four different titles next to it you know what yeah. i mean ed booker yeah. ceo president you know what i mean it's like all you're you're, you're getting because the thing is you're he's he's it's like a a fantasy come true you know for him like he like i i get to own the company and i get to be the booker you know what i mean so because the thing is like cody and the bucks and all them they had uh say a lot you know when it comes to booking stuff in the beginning but tony khan took the reins uh, on that and said you know i'm gonna book everything so and 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 the problem with that is that it affects the company because you keep getting people that you like like you said like dakota kai like dakota kai was in nxt for a long time and now it's a matter of like okay yeah you can come back you know she left and it's oh you can come back we got a good spot for you so every week we're going to get dakota kai oh yeah i like eo shirai when she was she was in nxt she you know all the fans liked her the three hundred thousand, five hundred thousand fans like her and the you know couple thousand fans in the in the attendance and so i mean again i like eo shirai but at the same time Look at it from a television perspective. You're bringing in a good wrestler, or at least a decent wrestler, and wanting her to revolutionize television numbers. That doesn't match up. And Chris, I, 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 I to realize that, bro. I swear to you, like this is how, like I, I understand it and I know it, and I never change, bro. I got a local indie group here in Colorado, Rocky Mountain Pro. That wants me to write their TV. Chris, I am telling them. I don't know if I have the the appropriate time it would take me to write your TV. I'm not going to do it half. You know what? Mm -hmm. I know what it takes. And I'm being honest saying I don't know if I have the time that it takes. These guys are wearing 20 different hats like this isn't important. Yeah. 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 I mean, well, again, if, if it's, if it's given uh, the people that they like um, shine and television time, 
uh, and long wrestling matches, catches, catch can wrestling matches. You know who appreciates catches, catch can back in the day? Who's that? Yes, Barry. Barry, look at him, man. Oh my! Why does he always put a smile on my face, like this? Why does he always make me light up like a Christmas tree, bro? He was the king of catches, catch can, man. This yes. guy knew some catches, catch yes. can. He saw it, man. So yes. we need to, you know. Listen, if you want to bring back catches, catch can, that's okay, but bring back the characters. Yes. That came with the catches catch can. Don't resolve, don't revolve your whole company around just good catches catch can wrestling. You got to have some good characters like Toots and like you know uh, Ed Strangler Lewis. You know yeah. what I mean? And, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. You got to have all of those really, really, really cool characters. Gorgeous George. You know what I mean? And you got to have characters when it comes to wrestling and toots this guy right here man yeah he knew how to how to create some characters man toots bro you know it's funny what about a guy like i swear to god we we take so many guys for granted now in the past but bro even a guy like ivan putzky yeah over huge why bro because he was Polish. He, like, and he had a Polish hammer. Needed. That's all they needed. Polish yes, power, Polish hammer. Yes. The guy was over you. That's all you need, bro. That's, that's all true. you need. That's true. And, and his, his <laughs> that's so true. And his finishing move was a double axe handle. Yes. And Instead he was of a over Canadian, huge. Yeah, and it was over huge, man. Here he comes. Here comes the Polish hammer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I and, and the thing not- is, stuff like that made people over it because it, it goes back to my point that the wrestling didn't even matter, man. Like it was oh. just a character. I'm going to knock you out with the double axe handle, and people don't care. Look at Hogan. Hogan is one of the most popular wrestlers in the history of professional wrestling. This guy literally would play from behind. And he would play the comeback story all the the whole match. He would, oh man, brother, you know, like he he would do the comeback story the whole match, and then all of a sudden, here we go. You hit him. Oh, waiting for the hawk up. Oh, here we go. Hit him once. Hit him again. Nope. Nope. Hit him the third time. Here we go. Shaking the shaking the head. Shaking the head. Hit him the fourth time. Oh, it will block him. You right. <laughs> and you know what, Chris, like, and Chris, here's the bottom line, bro. Here is the bottom and, and I should be the last guy saying this. It's not rocket science, it's bro. Right. It's, it's so right. simple. It's yeah. not freaking rocket science. He he have he has millions upon millions of dollars in the bank over the oh, past God, 30 years. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> That's it, man. That's it. What I swear like- to God, when, when I was a kid, bro, I literally thought, I literally thought Stan the Man Stacy, I could kill people with the heart punch. The heart bro, punch, he, yeah. Bro, when he took that guy's head <laughs> off, oh, this guy's going to die. It's, it's that simple, bro. Yep. It is yep. that simple. That's it, man. That's it. A leg drop, a heart punch, oh, a double axe handle. 
It's Ben Vyroski with the claw. It's so simple, bro. It's so simple, man. Yeah, characters matter, man. It's it's something that should never go away. I mean, that's what that's the bread and butter of professional wrestling. That is it, bro. And and without it, your audience is people that like wrestling matches. Yes, that's which it. is that, very that's small that's people. It, yeah, it's that's a very it. small audience. Yep. yep. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let them know one more time about the channel attitude, my man. Yes, guys, please go to channelattitude.com. Everything I do is under that umbrella. You could check it out. Many, 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 many shows. Nice, nice. Follow him at the Vince Russo, as you see underneath his name. Follow me at Chris Prolific, as you see under my name. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Legion of Raw on behalf of Vince Russo, former WCW World Heavyweight Champion. I am, yes, with the helium. Legion <laughs> <laughs> of Raw, solo.